Praise God. Okay, so the sermon today is blessings, reward, joy and peace, even prosperity. Okay, that's what we're going we're gonna to talk about. And you'll see how that scripture that we had with about the parable of the talents, how it's not just for money. It's for everything that God gives us. Here's the opening question. Who wants to be blessed? Oh, you don't have to be. It's okay. <laughs> it's... it's <laughs> It, yeah, but that absolutely, Kev. You know, and you know, I asked this question, you know, it sounds such a stupid question. It really does. But I tell you, I have to ask it because blessing comes from God through you. Okay? Isn't that, it's not God just pours out all his blessings on anyone because he can't. Because if that was the truth, we wouldn't have a Bible, we wouldn't have had Jesus Christ. He'd have just done it. And that's not what it is. Why? Because it's our free will. It's our free will to do stuff. Or not to do stuff. And it's entirely up to us. I have not met one single person who doesn't want to be blessed. And if they say they don't want to be blessed, well, they're already, you know, there are something wrong with them, isn't there? Because I don't know any human being who doesn't want to have some happiness some love and some kindness, etc, etc, etc. That word actually means, blessed means, just means to be happy. You know, I love being happy. I don't like being upset, I don't like all the other things that come around. And of course, you know, that, that we want to be happy not just a little bit, we want to be happy with relationships, we want to be happy at work, we want to be happy uh, resting, we want to be happy at home, we want to be everything, you know, and it's so important. But one of the most important things, we also ought to be happy with God. Amen. You know, that's, that's so important, you know, that, that, you know, having that relationship that makes us happy is really, really important to all of us. Okay, let me start, let me start, let me start this morning with, with the definition. It's quite interesting. So the definition. So throughout the Bible you will see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of scripture of bless, blessed blessings. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't half tell us a lot, doesn't it? That God likes the doctrine of being happy. <laughs> so that's, that's wonderful. And what does it mean? It, it comes from, you don't have to remember this, but I'll still give it to you. It comes from the Greek word eulogio. Eulogio. Okay, which is no, it's important because what does it sound like? Eulogy. 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 What's a eulogy? Praise. Giving a story. We, we use eulogy at most funerals to give the good story about the person who's passed away. We don't want to tell them how bad they were. We want to give a good story. And that's what we do. I've always said to people, you know, when I look back at my, my parents and how they were, I always remember the good things. Yeah, you can go back and dig dirt if you want, but it's pointless. It's gone. I remember all the good things they've done. So it, it means to speak well of. It means to, to celebrate with praise. It means to, to um, of that which is addressed to God, acknowledging his goodness. Bless you, Lord. That's what we say, don't we? Bless you, Lord. That's acknowledging 
His goodness, which is absolutely marvellous. But for us, we like these ones. To invoke blessings upon a person. Bless me. We're actually telling him, come on, bless me. I mean, better if we asked him to bless me in what area, but bless me. To cause to prosper. To make happy. To bestow blessings are said of God. So God says that to us. I want you to prosper. I want you to be happy. I want to give you, to give you more blessings. I want to give you the things that make you happy. So that's pretty amazing, isn't it? What he wants us to do. And the Lord promises these blessings throughout the Bible. You know, all the time he's saying to, right through in the Old Testament to the Jews, if you do this, I'll do this. If you do that, I'll do this. If you do that, I'll do this. All the way through, he was showing them how to get their blessings. And of course, some of the most amazing things, like in, in, if you ever go to Deuteronomy 28, it's a whole passage about obedience. If you do this, and there's about... 14 verses. If you do this, this is what you're going to get. You're going to be happy, I'll bless you, you know, you, you, you'll be blessed when you get up in the morning, you'll be blessed when you get to work, you'll be blessed when you come back, you'll be blessed when you sit down, you'll be blessed when you go to sleep, you'll be blessed when you stand up. I mean, that's what he said. He said, I'll prosper you and your, and your family and health and everything else. What, what a great, what a great passage! 14 verses, the next 44, whatever they are, he's saying, if you don't, this is what comes upon you. And everything we don't want, is there. You can go and read it. I'm not going to tell you that. But you've got, we know this. Every time God says in the Bible, I will or I shall, it's a promise. And God's promises are amen and amen. So be it, so be it. He does not go back on his promises. So he's always trying to teach us, tell us, show us what we should be doing. And of course, we know the opposite to it is that we don't get the blessings. It's as simple as that. Let's make it incredibly clear. If we don't, we don't get the blessings. The welcome scriptures told us about servants of God um, who had received from God a certain amount of talents. And that talents actually is finance because, you know, a talent, I can't remember how much it is, but it's probably worth about half a million today. Um, so that's how much it, it given. It doesn't matter whether it's a ten thousand, a hundred thousand. It's it, you know it, it's irrelevant. The figure is, but he's saying, "I'll give you this now. Look after it, and you know." And, and when he gives us something, he expects us to do something with it. It's you know it's nice and simple. It's whatever he gives us, whether he gives us the Holy Ghost, he expects us to do something with it. Our baptism, whatever it is, everything he gives us in this life, he expects us to do something. And in the natural. We have to do something with this body. So it is so important that we're there, look. And, 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 and the results are absolutely amazing. So the first servant, five talents. And we know what he said. He said, well done. Isn't that nice? Do you know when we get to heaven? When? So it's up to you if you want to get to heaven, not up to God. God showed us the way to do it, and it is. And when you get there, and the, and the Lord says, well done, my true and trusted servant. Enter in. So, you know, so it's a well done. So he's looking at us to see if we've done well. Nice and simple. And he said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. You see, he's not looking at us to do masses of things. 
a few things and I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter in to the joy of the Lord. So that's telling us, do something. God rewards us. It's marvellous. And the second one, two talents. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. It's marvellous. So I love these two verses. Now, the third one. The third one. What happened with the third servant who, who we gave one talent? Then who you had received one talent come and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown. Take, getting stuff where he has not done anything. Brilliant. And gathering where you have not scattered seeds. So you can see it's, it's the farming analogy, throwing the seeds and everything else, and sowing, watering, reaping, just the same. And I was afraid. So this chap was fearful of him and went and hid your talent in the ground. And there you have what is yours. But the Lord answered him and said, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I would reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So at least you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. Why? Because he would rather give the talents to the one that's making more than leave it with the one that doesn't even get any interest. Can we understand that? Very clear. For to everyone who has, more will be given. Isn't that marvellous again? So the more we do, the more we, have, the more we have, the more we'll give them. What a great deal. Show me anyone else who will give us that deal. And he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And it's, it sounds a terrible punishment, doesn't it? But who's it up to? You see, you know, people want to blame God for everything. And the first thing that I have to look at is me. What am I doing? What am I saying? You know, and I know my, I know my faults. You know, no, nobody really needs to point them out. My wife's done it for 42 years. <laughs> And it's, and it's important, well, it, you know, and, oh, of course, in our earlier marriage, um, when my wife would have told me something, I responded. And it wouldn't have been very nice. Hallelujah. And the not-so-nice response created a worse response. Until the fire was lit, the fireworks took off, and the dynamite exploded. I am so glad. The Lord saved us. Amen. We would not be married today if it wasn't for God. God does not want to punish us. No way. And it's like everything else for us human beings. We need a deterrent. If we don't get deterrence, we are wild. We're wild. If, if there were no laws in this country, what, what it would be like? We'd be killing each other, you'd have gang warfares, you'd be going right back to tribal times, the strongest wins, destroys everyone else, etc, etc, etc. So we do need to have rules to guide us of, of what we should have. If God wanted to punish us, he'd be punishing us every day. And our life would be an absolute misery.
and he doesn't want to do that because why we've seen it's his love it's his love that he has for us that he's given all this this mercy that endures forever forgiveness every time we go back to him no matter how many times we mess up and and it, and, and and that's that's because he wants to help us that's because he wants to be with us to try to grow us to be those people that we can be happy amen we know that this this talent was a large sum of money but it, it's 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 not just money it is talking about anything we have from the lord well kevin's alluded it to all this morning he even said thank you lord for the breath that I breathe isn't that amazing God has given us the air God has given us the bodies so it's everything about us people say to me but Mark I can't do this and I can't do that well we're already seeing people that said they can't amen, <laughs> amen. would you like to say that louder David they can they can everybody doesn't matter who we are God will make a way with you and of course he, he helped us with it as well doesn't he he never leaves us alone he puts us in a church that you know that want to help teach train show people all the time so it, it, it's important so it's talking about us what is supplied to us he supplied us with a talent not the money he supplied us with talents and people think people are so oh, self-depreciating it's crazy let the enemy do that to you and then rebuke him don't do it yourself you know because we don't need to do that everyone can do something I mean there's one thing and you've heard me say it and I'll say it over and over again you've got one exceptional talent that God has given you that will help God and yourself what is it somebody said the spirit that's a really good example but no it's your speech we did it last week you know it's your speech you know it'll either bring good or it'll bring bad and the more goodness it brings the more you give out the more God gives you back now that's we love that parable of the talent you know the more we give the more he gives back it's amazing so the more goodness we speak out of our mouth the more goodness God gives us the more we talk about God and his goodness the more goodness he gives us that's a brilliant uh, example of the talent so the more you give out the more he gives you back now there's a beautiful thing about sowing and reaping you know it's it, it, it's pretty it's pretty incredible I know and, and this this book is full of it it's full of the things that God wants to do with us to reward us and love us and give us more not less anything you can think of the scripture is in there to tell us listen God created us in his, his own image his characteristics he wants to implant in us all the time he's trying to just push us and move us around and mold us and, and speak to us and teach to us to, to get this, 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 this crazy mind of ours changed yeah I know I know everyone's got a crazy mind everyone thinks wrong things and what we can't do and get all uptight and everything else 
at this body you give us. Every time that I go and look in, look in there, I've seen something else this week about how many miles and miles and miles of blood vessels we've got. Thousands of miles of blood vessels just inside. Dear me, we've got little cells going around there our lifetime and they never get rounded. Hallelujah. It, it's just amazing. So every time I look at it, but don't forget, the most incredible thing is that we're 60% water. <coughs> Mainly, some of us will get a bit more water and a bit less, so just, so just roughly. 60% water and 40% chemical and mineral. Isn't that fascinating? How can we feel? How can we have this? How can, how can, how can, how can we see? How can we hear? How can we, how can we smell? How, how can we move? How can, how, how can we train this body, you know? How, how can we? How can we become faster and cleverer and, and all these things? It's amazing. All we are is a bunch of earth and water. That to me, just every time I say it, I'm going, this is an amazing life. And one of the most in, in, incredible things, this, this lump of earth made like this, feels, gets sad, mourns. And by the way, David, the Bible says, mourn with those mourn and rejoice with those that rejoice. Because we take part in the body of Christ with everyone's situation. So it's incredible. And we can do amazing things. What can we do? What can we do? Well, give me some examples. What has man done? Well, there's a good, there's a simple one. Man's got to the moon. Could you imagine the Stone Age, Stone Age men looking up right in the sky and go, one day we're going to make something and we're going to fly to the moon. They probably didn't even have fly in their dictionary. And they wouldn't have the dictionary, by the way. But do you understand that it's just amazing? Hospitals, the medical, technical world, all these things. Man has worked at getting all these things. Houses, insulation, central heating, you know, and you, everything you look at that we take for granted, man has worked over a period of time to do that. So what is, what can man do? Hmm everything everything except save his own soul isn't that incredible here's a scripture for us I'll tell you I'll, 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 I'll just give it a little a story before it's about the Tower of Babel Tower of Babel um, they built it Nimrod was in charge and you know and all the people were there and he got them to build it because he, he wanted to build a tower that went right up into heaven so they could be just like here we go and God didn't want that so he, confu he confused them he went down and gave them all different languages and, and you know no matter what the historians say that's where language started then they had to separate all over the place because they couldn't speak to one another has, has, has anybody been, been to Russia China Japan, any of those? India? No? 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 no. So, have you? I've been to all those. And when people speak to me in their language, what do I do? <laughs> do you speak English? Namaste. 
and so it's important that you know that's how we did it that's how we separated everyone they all went off in their different part and that's one of the ways he populated the world but this is what the Lord said though when he looked down he turned around and said indeed the people are one and they all have one language and this is what they begin to do now nothing they propose to do will be withheld from them so we can see that man working together with all these things these companies that get all the brilliant minds and things together they achieve what they're looking to achieve because man is working together what could the church do if man worked together you can see how the devil has separated churches and doctrines and everything else incredible what a job he's done last week I said it and I'll say it again this week the Bishop of Newcastle a lady absolutely tore into the Franklin Graham bringing the gospel as it is said and said he was hateful and a racist and every other homophobic unloving uncaring and she's not preaching the gospel she's not even in the she's not even in the bible there are no women bishops in the bible why because man is the head of the household woman is his helpmeet and together they are one and work together strength for strength weakness with weakness holding on yoked together that's how the church should be yoked together pulling along together isn't it amazing what's he telling us he's telling us of the amazing opportunities we have to be blessed that's what he's telling us whilst working together just think if we had the same vision and we we're all working together helping each other and of course working with what God wants us to do when we can change our hearts and minds when we can change the minds and hearts of people around us we all can partake in the blessings what God wants to give us when we work together our achievements can be astronomical the Lord only used 12 disciples to start the church <coughs> and of course it's the Lord's promise to be with us to walk with us to help us every step of the way this is what Paul said in Philippians 4 16 for even in Thessalonica you sent aid once so he's talking he's talking to um, I think he's talking to oh he's, yeah even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and for my necessities not that I seek the gift but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account so when people ask for help and we help them we're helping to see them get the fruit that they're, they're, they're expecting indeed I have all and abound I am full having received from Ephroditus the things sent from you a sweet smelling aroma an acceptable sacrifice well pleasing to the Lord when we help each other it's a sweet smelling aroma to God 
That's pleasing God. When we please God, He <coughs> pleases us. It's so simple. And my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. How much does He want for us? As much as you possibly can. And then there's more. Isn't it amazing? It's scripture like this that should excite us. It should begin to resonate in us about, about how we are and what we should be, able, should be doing. It should, should give us a bit of an incentive again. Each time that we hear it to, to, to excite our, even our mindset that, you know, that we ought to be working together and, and trying to help one another and, and do that to, so we can get the businesses. And you get, get, more, get, get more blessings, I should say. The Bible is always on about sowing and reaping everything that we do. Everything we do, right from the beginning. And they used it because it's the most natural thing upon the world that they started with. They, now once, once, all the, once God had sent it, man started planting and taking from the land near enough immediately because God put them in the Garden of Eden to begin with and we knew all that was given. And man did that to, just to feed himself. But this is the word given to us. But it's not just about money. It's about everything we do. It's about every part of our life. Listen. Proverbs eleven twenty four. There is one who scatters. And yet again is doing, is doing the farmer's bit. There's one who scatters. What does he scatter? He scatters the seed. Anyone, and if, you, if you're old enough, you'd have sang the song... When you were at school, every single one of us, we plough the fields and scatter the good seed. The, yeah, I can't. Hallelujah. You, Kevin, I suppose you said you don't remember it. Well, it, yeah, well, you probably didn't have school when you were there. You know. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Kevin's our resident com uh, comedian, if anyone ever listens to this. Hallelujah. Praise the... Praise the Lord. And it's, it's important. There's one who scatters and yet increases more. So only the ones that scatter increase. If you don't scatter, you don't increase. And there is one who, with, who withholds more than is right, but leads to poverty. Instead of us giving out what God's given us and we hold it to ourselves, we'll actually get poorer in God's kingdom, in everything. So it's quite fascinating. The generous soul will be made rich. You see, it's, it's, do you understand this is not just about money? It's about every part of what God's given us that we give out. It's incredible. It is so simple. The generous soul shall be made rich, and he who waters will also be water himself. Isn't that marvellous? So God tells us no matter what we do, we get a reward for it. He said, I just don't understand why people just don't get excited about these things. The scripture tells us that to get, we must give. Whatever you want. You want more love, you want more whatever. You give and you receive. You see, it's better to give than it is to receive. And God's, God's way is brilliant because the more we give, <laughs> the more he gives us. Why don't we just give whenever we go? And stop thinking anything else. 
We did this one a few weeks ago. You are what you think. Every time you go to speak to someone and you don't, it's because you think you shouldn't. Why shouldn't we? Oh, the people don't want to hear about God. So what? Oh, they might, it might embarrass me. So what? Get over it. Oh, I'm full of fear. Well, that's not of God. Rebuke it. No matter what it is, God has an answer for it. Not Mark. Amen? This is the way that I live my life. With a carefree existence for God. It's important that we get this spirit inside us. To accumulate, <laughs> we must give. <laughs> but to make ourselves happy, we must make ourselves to be spiritually active. Got that? Spiritually active. Every day praying these things in the spirit. Stop thinking, you know, God bless me today and you know, help me, help me go, go in witness and we do nothing. It's not a real prayer, is it? It just sounds right. It's important we get this within our spirit. We must seek the spiritual good of each other. We go away, we do our own life, come back and we hear. In watering others, in just keep watering, telling people over and over again, every time you see them, no matter what they say, keep watering the seed, keep watering the seed. If you don't, it won't, it won't, it won't, it won't grow. It doesn't matter. God comes now, are we going to heaven? Wow, that really does tell us a lot, doesn't it? Thank you. The, for those who are listening, not one yes or whatever, it just was silent. It is, it troubles us. Well, it troubles me. I want to go to heaven. I want you to go to heaven. So I'm going to do my best to help you. And I keep saying it, whatever help you need, whatever, whatever question you've got, come to me and ask me. If you do not ask me, it is not my fault that I haven't helped you. It is... I'm, I offer all the time. Anything, anything. I am, a, I am a very, very blessed man. I am very, very blessed of God. All the trials and tribulations through my life has only strengthened me. I didn't like them when they came. I still don't like them when they come. I still get disappointed, but I get over it much quicker than I've ever got over it in my life. And it's important that is. Why? I said, because it's not going to bother me. No one is going to stop me. No one is going to stop me going to heaven. Amen? No one. The only person that's going to stop me going to heaven is me. No devil in hell, in hell. No human being full of the devil. No Christian that doesn't speak the truth. Whatever it is, I want to get me to heaven, my wife, my family, my church, my friends, and anyone else that I, that I want to see. Why? No matter who we are, no matter what we think about ourselves, we can be useful to someone. Love. God loved you with an unconditional love. A love no matter what you do, that it'll, it'll just keep loving you. And the only way that you're ever going to really separate yourself from God is willfully sin.
willfully do the things you know God told you and you did it on purpose that's the only thing because everything else he says I forgive you I forgive you we can be useful to other love kindness generosity faith encouragement wisdom support everything we do done in love and then people will see that we're different no more you know that I'm only trying I'm only trying this because I love you and and, and the only reason I love you is because how God has loved me I'm no different to you I was a sinner I was foul in some of the things I did I destroyed people just with my mouth and I thought I was someone but great that God called me and I began to learn and I was hungry for this truth because I didn't like who I was why? because everyone kept telling me what I was like and I used to weep for hours asking God to change me you see we we actually don't know how much good we can do in this world we actually don't know and, and God is he's just trying to say to you listen I can teach you, I can train you, I can show you, I can empower you, I can, I can, I can. There is nothing impossible for me. But sometimes the only barrier is ourselves. How strong can we be in the spirit? We'll never know until we exercise our faith and try. Join with God. Take part in the spiritual battles going on all around us. These prayers, you know... Andrea's prayer this morning for, 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 for Wendy was not just a Christian prayer. It was a prayer from the heart with volume and intent and passion and desire to get Wendy healed. That's the prayer. That's the prayer that's going to touch God. Over and over again. When we pray in the Spirit, remember we could be warring against the enemy. Pray. Let it loose. Be angry in the Spirit. I know when I'm angry in the Spirit, there's only one section of the world I'm fighting against. The dark side. The demons that are trying to just bring us back. Every part Every, everyone we look at, the people we meet, our families, even some church members, everyone we've gone, there's a spiritual battle going on in and around them. Every single person. We've got to understand this. This is not, not just, oh, well, you know, they're all right, they just don't want to know God. Why don't they want to know God? Because they don't know, because nobody's told them. Nobody's told them about this love and this kindness and, and what heaven's going to be like. That's, you know, that's the church's fault. That's not God's fault. He lifted us. So, so why? So we can be blessed, reward, prosperity, more of everything that we want. It's amazing. And it doesn't come overnight. It doesn't come overnight, just like the crops. If you don't plow the fields and scatter... You don't take all the weeds out, you don't water it, and you don't look after it, and you don't make sure that you reap it in the time when it should be reaped, then we, we, we miss out. Life is the same with, as us with everything. It is so simple. You know, we're doing the Lord's work just even by having sympathy and empathy with, with David because the bereavement. Isn't that marvellous? 
you know, I rang David, I wanted to make sure he was okay, give him a few days because I know what it's like. And, and he was fine. I expected him to be fine, but it's not, it's not the point. The point is that I rang him up to make sure, because I had to show my care for him. Because who knows, he might have had a bad time, he might have lost it. And I, I, I know, I know David a little bit, and I know, and he's got, he's got everything going, and every question I asked him, yeah, we've done that, yeah, yeah, we've done that, we've got that done, you know, so... Um, but it was just, the, I knew in my heart it's the right thing to do something simple as that and God rewards me it's not because we've done good amen and especially to one of our church members because it says that do good to all especially those in the household of God isn't that beautiful this is God's word to us so, so we've got to do that When we get this understanding of what God wants to teach us, we then, we can attempt to teach. We can attempt to do these things. And listen to the word I'm using, attempt. Anybody tried something and failed? Hallelujah, isn't that great? It's the first, well, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's okay. It's important. You know, I've, I've got a lovely saying. It's man's saying, but I love it because it's, it's, I could feel God would, 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 you know, in that. Failure cannot live with persi per persistence. Okay? Perseverance. Isn't that marvellous? And what does God tell us? Trials and tribulations. All those things. And he says persevere I'll get you through why? because that perseverance produces character whose character? God's character in you to know for the next time if I will just carry on if I'll just pray if I'll just love if I'll just give then God will see me through this and that and as we do that he produces more faith in us and the more faith it produces the more that we're going to do the things that God wants us to do and at the very end of it and he said and we'll have that love for our, for our fellow man and the beautiful thing it is why because God shared the love by his Holy Spirit upon our hearts and dwelt with us to empower us to give us the, the, the energy and, and the mindset to do the things of God so try and fail it's not a problem get used to it it's brilliant then you got then you know your pride's gone as well <laughs> pride pride who's got pride mm. hallelujah well I'm glad you've realized because God just wants us to humble ourselves. <sighs> I used to hear ministers say, I've been and done this and I've been done and that, you know, and I was going, oh. And I've told this story before, you know, that went to a minister's meeting and everyone went back and told everyone all the sacrifices they'd made in the ministry, the family and everything else. And I didn't want to answer. And when they asked me, see what sacrifices you made, um, Brother Hemus? And I turned around and I said, none. And they said, yes, you have. You've left your wife sometimes for 20 weeks a year. 
that's a sacrifice I said no I said I left my wife for 20 weeks so I'm blessed to have a woman that will allow me to travel like this I'm blessed she's my helpmate she knows what I'm going for he said well you've spent all that time and all that money and I went incredible and I've learned an amazing amount of how much God loves me and how much he wants for me I've learned more while I've been abroad than while I was in the UK I said no, I've been truly blessed no matter what I've done I've increased the blessings I said so I've sacrificed nothing and gained much just as the scripture says even when we witness and speak about the wonders of God that action will bless us with that joy that God wants to have in abundance and we don't see it even if the people don't want to know you've shown God you're exercising your faith in him by obedience just to go and speak to someone it's just one of the ways God blesses us rewards us and grows us we then reap what we sow listen when we comfort others God comforts us Kevin's done this scripture as well this morning so it's amazing how he's online even though he's doing the collection <laughs> excellent and it's important the Bible says we mourn with those that mourn and we celebrate with those that are blessed just as if we are blessed ourselves isn't that amazing so when somebody comes and says they've had a blessing they got a new job we celebrate with them as though we've got a new job isn't that incredible we don't think like that I know I never used to when somebody had done so many great things and got so much I was just gonna go oh I could do with some of that and I know it produces our blessings it's this working together we can achieve whatever we imagine that's the that's that's the crunch we you know so therefore we have zero imagination if we have zero vision of where we're trying to go to guess what we'll never get any further we'll stay where we are and there's God is not in status quo in no way is in status quo therefore listen to this if we can imagine a full church all saved teachers being trained in the background teaching by many people many groups going out church home by home going out two by two two by two empowered by the Holy Ghost bringing new people together to hear what we have to say about God we will be blessed we will be blessed again God's word is so clear John 4 34 my food is to this is Jesus my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work do not say there are four months and comes the harvest behold I say look look lift up your eyes look around you look look at your neighbors and the street you're in look at your work people look at everywhere you go the shops and everything the fields look at the field look at it for they're ready white for harvest there's sinners everywhere everywhere and he who reaps receives wages wages rewards from God and gathers fruit for eternal life that's your fruit for eternal life you're gonna gain all this so God was gonna go come in come in my true and faithful servant well done and it's not about doing the most it's about doing what you can do 
Not what somebody else, with no comparison to anyone else. It's all about you and God and what you can do. And if you need training, how many times am I got to say, I'll train you in anything that you want to do. How can I say that? We've done it and we've done the training and it works. Do you know all this is, is biblical and yet this is how businesses run? Anyone, anyone you think about, every big business has got vision, the mission, the organisation, the training, how to do things, get on with it. It's so simple. Both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. It's, it's, it's beautiful. And remember what, when we started the scripture, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not laboured. Others have laboured and you have entered into their labours. Because someone has got to have preached somewhere, somehow to someone, and we go to speak to them and bring them into the kingdom. God's promises, God's promises are not mean. They're not stingy. They're not punishment. They're definitely there to make you happy and improve your life in every part. The devil, on the hand, on the other hand, John 10:10, 10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come, says Jesus, that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. God wants to give you abundance. The fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, knowledge, understanding, wisdom, patience, kindness, vision, hope. All these things, he just keeps on and on about the same all the time. Peace that passes all understanding and the joy that is unspeakable. We feel it. God has called us to be disciples. To fulfill the work that he started with Jesus Christ. That's, he left his disciples, just 12 of them, to, to get this message out to everyone. And that's what they did. He's left it with us to do it where, wherever we go. It's exactly the same for us today. We have, a, we have more opportunities than the apostles. Do you know that? It's amazing. We got, you know why? Because we've got such a multiplication of people. There's more of them. And there's less, less Christians than there's ever been. That's a percentage. So there's, there's our battle. Jesus' mission was simple. Seek and save the lost. He went out and looked, looked for the lost. Jesus went and looked for the lost. And where he had found them, he talked to them and taught them whatever they needed to hear. And that's what we've got to do. He gave them what he knew. That's all he asked us to do. You can't give, you can't give out anything you don't know. But you... you you know you've been saved, you know you've got a testimony, you know you speak in tongues, you know you pray, you know your scriptures, you know where the Bible is. It's so simple. Giving is a blessing. <laughs> okay? Giving is a blessing. Luke 6, 37, 38. Do you know Kevin's done this one as well this morning? That's what I'm saying. He's, he's done most of the preaching this morning. He could have, might have left him up here. Give. And it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be and running over will be put in your bosom into you. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Brilliant. 
Give, it'll be given to you. Right, we've got, we got, we got, we got one better than that. Wow, that's a promise. Not a little, not a little, nothing mediocre, nothing lacking. Let's read the scripture again to see God's amazing love for you. For you, for you, for you, for you, for you. And for you, David. And for you, David. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. That running over. For with the same measure you use, it measure back to Rose. So if we give more, <laughs> God gives us more. These are the scriptures I desperately want you to learn and get in there that you can repeat it over and over again to anyone. It's what God wants to create in us. He wants to create in us a vision of this lovely flow of God in our life. It's, it's amazing. He wants us to have a great future. He wants us to help us plan for what we want now and in the future. That's the, all the planning that God talks to us. A few more scriptures. Psalm 1. This is another one of these lovely ones. I love it. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Get away from the ungodly. Take no counsel from ungodly people. You know, so it's so important. In, in spiritual matters, earthly matters, you might have to take counsel with the ungodly. Amen. Tax and stuff, you know, horrible things like tax. Nor stands in the path of sinners, so we don't walk with the sinners, nor sits in the, in the seat of the scornful. The only way we all mix with those is to do one thing, is to preach the gospel to them. Absolutely right, Kevin. Preach the gospel to them. But his delight is in the Lord of the Lord, in the Bible. And his Lord, he meditates day and night. We've got to keep reading this. This is why we keep trying to study. That's why we, we send you that, that daily bread. Get At least get something, get a habitual way of reading your Bible all the way through. Get a bit of teaching every morning. It's brilliant. It's a great start to the day. And shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of the water. A tree, a tree, a big strong tree because it's taking the, the, the nutrients out of the water. Don't forget where the water comes from. It comes flowing down from the high place, comes through all the land, takes all the good stuff, washes it down, and the trees there go, thank you very much, thank you very much. And what is it? That's us. That's us standing. That's us standing with our God, taking that flow of the Holy Ghost that's flowing all around us, taking from it all the good things that God is preaching and teaching us for, for us to be stronger. So why? So we should be like, like that tree, like that tree that is standing there by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in due season, whose life shall never wither, we'll never get tired, we'll never get tired of doing this, it'll always be there until doing that, and whatever he does shall prosper isn't that amazing, shall increase everything oh beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and in health, just as your soul prospers I have no greater joy than to hear my children walk in truth. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of anything. Joshua 1, 7 to 9. Only be strong and very courageous. Why? For the Lord thy God is with you. That you may observe to do according to all the law 
that, that Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of this law shall never depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night and observe to do according to all that's written in it, for then it will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This is the Lord speaking to us. He tells us my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. Heaven as heavens are the higher than the earth, so my ways higher than yours and my thoughts higher than yours. But what is God doing to us? He's trying to teach us, trying to teach us how to think, how to speak, what to do in this life that we can be useful to God, to love each other and to show each other and, 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 you know, and stop the complaining and just try to help wherever we can. No wonder God said it would transform us by the renewing of our mind. So many churches preach whatever they feel. And that was the promise that we made at the beginning that we would only use the word of God unadulterated, not what men think. But always searching the scriptures to find what God wants for us. Father, Father, I know you try so hard with all of us, Lord. I know, God, how you've had to try with me and work with me and watch me time and time again. And yet, Father, I can look back and know through all those trials and tests, the witnessing, the preaching, the teaching, Father, all the time, you were making me stronger in faith. Father, it's for everyone. Father, I'm just going to pray for our, our little church here with a vision of seeing a full church. Father, I pray, Father, that you bind every spirit of doubt, deceit, the lies of the enemy, the desires of the world will be bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us bind every deceitful thought, every lie of the enemy, every doubt of the enemy, all the inferiority complexes we have, the bad ways we look at ourselves, none of that is of God. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We ask you now, Lord, to let loose your spirit again upon us, Father. Father, cleanse everyone's heart this morning by the washing of the spirit. Cleanse their hearts this morning. Let flow from heaven, 
Father, the word that's been spoken today to also wash them clean, Father, of every doubt, of every mindset that we have. If we, Father, you said, we shall have the mind of Christ. Father, change us today. Let loose a new vision again now, Father. A doing vision. So that we can be the living testimonies as the apostles and the disciples were. Showing people what it is like to know the living God. Our Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. So Father, let loose from heaven everything that every person needs today, whether it's boldness whether it's kindness, whether, Father, it, it, is, it is goodness, Father, whether it is, Father, to open their eyes to see what's around them, our families, our friends, our neighbours, our work people, to see that these people are lost and we need to speak to them and love them, not as a punishment, but as a blessing. And then we shall see how our lives change. And then we will have those incredible testimonies of what God has done with us, through us, and for us. For Father, we all want your blessings. We all want your rewards. We all want to prosper in whatever we do. That's our prayer for us our church, each other, in Jesus' name. Amen.